to you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. What is going on, everybody? This is Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude. And if you are listening right now, let me just say thank you for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. This is episode 13 of our season-long journey. So if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I missed you. And if you're new to the program, well, then welcome to the family. Where have you been all my life? Guys, we have a great one in store for you all today. So make sure to kick back and relax because I got you. Let's get started. I'm coming to you from a place that I like to call the saloon. So, Barkeep, what do we have on tap for today? On tap today is a recap of the UTRGV game, an interview with Terrell Brown, and a preview of the Cal State Bakersfield game. Alrighty, thank you, Barkeep. I have my lasso in hand, and it's time for our post game roundup, the segment where I round up my thoughts on the most recent New Mexico State game. And in this case, the Aggies earned a 67 to 62 road win over UTRGV on Saturday in order to stay perfect in whack play and extend their win streak to nine games. My first takeaway is that as much as we love the three ball, the inside game is where New Mexico State has the real advantage in the conference. So we all know that this is a team that likes to let it fly but so do a lot of other teams in the whack guys now new mexico state is shooting 33.7 percent from deep this season which is 146 in the country and fourth in the conference not bad by any stretch of the imagination don't get me wrong but they're not the best of the best in this department but take a look at how the aggies fare inside the arc though so new mexico state is shooting 53.6 percent which is 32nd in the entire country and first by a mile in the whack utah valley is the only other team in the top 150 and the wolverine are only ranked 148th with 49.5%. That is the real advantage, and the Aggies proved that against the Vaqueros when Ivan Aracoachea went off for 19 points on 7 for 9 shooting, and John McCants, who has been shooting a lot of threes lately, actually scored 12 points without making a triple in this contest. So New Mexico State recorded 30 points in the paint compared to 16 for UTRGV. Now look, Am I saying abandon the three-point shot? Of course not. It's still a really big part of the Aggies game and really just the way that the game is played globally at this point. But with Trevor and Queen out, who is the team's best three-point shooter, having an inside game that you can lean on when shots from behind the arc are not falling is going to be really key moving forward for the Aggies. But now it is time for roundup number two. So my second takeaway is that everyone has to step up on offense with Trev out, and I don't just mean scoring. So I'm talking about facilitating and keeping that ball moving until it finds the open guy. Now, Queen was one of those few guys that you could just give the ball to and let him go to work in isolation if you needed a bucket. But with him gone, guys are going to have to be smarter with the basketball and put their teammates in good positions to score rather than just letting them create themselves. And New Mexico State did a really good job of that on Saturday. Now, five different players for the Aggies recorded at least three assists in this game, which is the first time that has happened all season. That's a stat to really be proud of. Rice got four assists. Gilliard and Buchanan got three, which is something you expect from your guards. But McCants and Bobbitt also got three as well. So that's a bonus anytime your bigs are also five. Guys, Now, the Aggies did commit 17 turnovers, which continues to be a problem for them. But the silver lining is that they played like a team and the ball didn't stick to anybody. But now let's get into roundup number three. 
So my third and final takeaway is that the hot shooting continues for Terrell Brown. Now the senior went three for four from deep against the Vaqueros for nine points to go along with three steals. And while he still isn't blowing past guys as consistently as he did last season due to that strain groin, the Aggies have to be happy with the fact that he's just putting the ball through the hoop again. So Brown entered conference play shooting 11 for 65 from behind the arc, aka 16.9%. It was not pretty at times, but now he's shooting 15 for 30, aka 50% in the first six whack games. We knew that Brown was going to pick it up eventually, but honestly, this is an increase in shooting percentage that I just didn't think a lot of people expected, myself included. I was thinking it's going to be more of a gradual increase until you get back to where he was last season but it just seems like he is flipping the switch as of right now and it comes at a perfect time for a new mexico state team that just needs scoring any way that it can get it so that buzzer means that is all the time we have for segment number one now it is time for segment number two which is an interview with none other than terrell brown himself the man with the hot hand barkeep change the channel real quick you got it boss so to starting off, you guys are on a nine-game winning streak, still undefeated in whack play. Just what do you think the team is doing so well right now during the stretch? Um, just, you know, going in practice, probably, you know, working hard, practicing hard, doing whatever Coach Jazz is telling us to do, you know. That's just our mindset that, you know, in the whack, undefeated. So that's what we do at practice. Just try to go out and play hard and then just work on everybody's tendencies, weaknesses, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. A lot of really tough injuries. Just hate to see it, but like AJ comes back, he gets hurt again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clayton comes back, gets hurt again. Trev gets hurt. And yet it seems like every single time you guys still manage to rally behind that and come out with a win in the next game. Mm-hmm. Just how relentless is this team? Like, just what does it speak to this team's is just resiliency? Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of players that's you know capable of doing anything out there. You know, so like anybody we put on the court, they're going to be ready. You know, for anybody. So. That's the reason why we're so good, because we have a bench, you know, and then they they come on, they come on, come on to the court, you know, they play their hardest. So that's how we, you know, get W's, just playing hard and going out there and just putting it all out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Has it brought you guys closer? Do you think? Um, yeah, honestly, it has brought us closer, it's just because like we're limitless right now. So yeah, it's just kind of brought us all in, you know, like a pack. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair to say you guys wouldn't be on the streak if it wasn't for the way you've been playing lately, mm-hmm. especially in conference play. It seems like you really flipped the switch. Mm-hmm. Obviously, stats beginning of the year maybe a little misleading because of the injury you've been dealing with. But mm-hmm. just what do you think is the difference right now? Just what's working so well for you? Um, just being in the gym a lot more, you know, since that injury. Um, I've been, like, in the gym, been in treatments a lot more. So it's, I, I guess that's getting in the gym is the good karma of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is this the best that you felt so far this season? Um, yeah, so far, yes, it has, really. Yeah. Just maybe like from zero to 100%, just where would you say do you, you feel you're at right now? Um, like 98, 97. So pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Yeah. yeah. We were kind of mentioning uh, before we started recording, but that you guys are back home now. Yeah. So what are you guys looking forward to being able to sleep in your own beds, play yeah. in front of the student section, all that kind of stuff now? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the student section. You got a big smile honest. on your face. Right, I'm ready for the student <laughs> section, to be honest, and those fans are... Unbelievable, man. The Bakersfield crowd, they're good too. So I just can't wait to see like just how that plays out. Yeah, yeah. Seems like especially with the injury to uh, to Trev, he's really guys' only true small forward just in terms of his height. Mm-hmm. But Jabari moves to the small forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach is saying Sean Buchanan was out there rolling some backup small forward. Yeah. Just 
just what's it say about the unselfishness of this team that like whatever they need you guys to do you guys are gonna do yeah because it's to the point where it's like you know we're gonna play whatever we're gonna do whatever we have to do to win you know so it's like if i have to play the four i'm gonna just have to play the four it's it's just like that and everybody is capable of you know playing any position you know we can go out there and play five guards if we really wanted to and that's that's what's really good about us you know we get to go out there and do that we can switch it up anytime we want yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like to end all of these interviews by just giving nickname ideas to the guys that I'm talking to. So if you have some time, just like to bounce a couple off your head, see how you're feeling about them. Uh, nicknames for everybody? Yeah, I'm going to give you a couple nicknames. Oh, you give me a couple and ones? you tell me how you're feeling about okay, them. Okay, okay, so, go okay. Ahead, go ahead. So first one, um, just obviously the way you were playing through your injuries, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, how about relentless, but with two L's, so rel Relentless. Okay, yeah, no, I like you that feel one. That yeah, one? I feel I like maybe like a cool one. hashtag. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, that's tough. Okay, no, I know another one, uh, you're from Hayward, California, right? Uh-huh. Right outside of the Oakland area. Yeah. So how about Terrell Heyday Brown? Because it seems like anytime you're on the court, you're it's at your best. Oh, that's, I like that one. Heyday and relentless. That, okay. I never thought of that. Yeah, and I got one more for you. So it seems like anytime you're out there on the court, it's just a matter of like you never know when you're gonna take off, explode mm. for a run of your own. So how about Terrell T minus Brown? How you Ooh, feel about that one? Okay, T time. T yeah, minus. T-time. That's nasty. Go. I like that. <laughs> cool, man. Well, which one's your favorite? Just wondering. T time. The T time. T minus. Okay. So three That's for three time. though. Yeah. Awesome, three for man. three for sure. That's all I have, bro. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you so it, much. Man. Thank you. All righty, guys. So that was Terrell Brown talking about where he feels he is at physically right now, what has changed for him during his hot stretch, and also where he feels the team is at right now. Shout out to him for taking the time to talk to me. And also, guys, three for three on nicknames. Your boy is back once again. He says that Terrell T-Minus Brown or T-Time Brown is his personal favorite. Let me know which one you guys are feeling. But that is going to do it for segment number two. So now it is time for segment number three, which is a preview of New Mexico State's home game against California State Bakersfield. On Thursday at 7 p.m., the Roadrunners are 10-11 and 11 on the season, 4-2 and two in WAC play, which is tied for second in the conference. So it is sure to be a good one. And here are some players that you need to know about. The first one is Taze Moore, a 6'5 redshirt junior that usually starts at the shooting guard spot for Bakersfield. So already size is going to be a problem for the Aggies. But check out his stats too. So Moore is averaging a team high 11.9 points per game, and he's shooting 48.5% from the field. 40.7% from deep. Then you look at how he plays on defense. This guy has a block percentage of 6.47, which is third in the whack despite being 6.5. And he has a steal percentage of 2.97, which is six in the whack. So this guy really does it all for the Roadrunners. And my guess is that Jabari Rice will get the assignment on this one. Now, fortunately, CSUB's small forward is shorter than Moore. He's actually six foot four, and that's likely who Terrell Brown will match up with. That guy's name is DeMonte Buckingham, a redshirt junior who is my second player to watch out for. Now, Buckingham is averaging 10.4 points per contest this season, but he's actually averaging a team-high 14 points per contest in whack play. Now, I wouldn't say that he necessarily specializes from deep or inside, but he just has a very well-polished offense and can knock down pretty much anything the defense gives him. Like I said, 
Brown is likely going to have to guard Buckingham. So that's going to be another mismatch. But fortunately, as I've said in previous articles and podcasts, Brown is one of the best defenders that New Mexico State has and also one of the most disciplined defenders as well. So we'll see if he can play some clean defense without fouling. Now, finally, the last guy to watch out for is Justin Edler Davis, a six foot four shooting guard slash small forward who I think is a real wild card in this contest. Now, the Redshirt Jr. has only started three games this season, but he's the undisputed six man for the Roadrunners, especially as of late. So in conference play, Davis is already averaging 11.3 points per game, a team high 2.5 offensive rebounds per game, and he's shooting a blistering 41.4% from deep. So he's going to be a real handful in that second unit. And depth is something that the Aggies just don't have at the moment as they've had in the past. Now, New Mexico State only recorded 13 bench points against UTRGB on Saturday, which is the lowest amount since its second game of the season against UTEP when the team had 12 bench points. Now, I'm not saying this is inexcusable or anything dramatic like that because, hey, I get it. They just don't have a lot of bodies right now. But players such as Sean Williams and CJ Bobbitt are going to have to rise to the occasion and put the ball through the hoop when that second unit is out there on the floor. But now it is time for my key to success, and that is to match Cal State Bakersfield's toughness. Now, the Roadrunners rank six in the nation in offensive rebound percentage, and that's something that the Aggies have been struggling with lately. So New Mexico State hasn't recorded double-digit offensive boards in a game since its conference opener against Cal Baptist at the beginning of the month. Now, I know that the injuries have forced this team to run with a smaller lineup, but look for Yvonne, Johnny, even Jabari Rice to try to get physical down low and match that grit that the Roadrunners are bringing to the table because that is the team's claim to fame. They're going to try to bruise and bully you and it's going to take a team effort for the Aggies to fend them off on Saturday. But now let's get into my prediction. So can I get a drum roll, please? So for this one, guys, I'm going to go with New Mexico State by a score of 73 to 66. I think the Cal State Bakersfield size and length is going to cause problems, but that inside game is looking as good as it has looked for the Aggies all season, and I expect them to continue to lean on that in route to a victory. But that is going to do it for episode 13 of Straight Shooter. Thank you so much for listening. And before I sign off, I want to give my condolences to the family of Kobe and Gianna Bryant, along with all the other families involved. I'm sure as you guys have heard by now, the two tragically died in a helicopter crash, along with seven other people on Sunday. And although this podcast is all about New Mexico State, there's just no denying the impact that Kobe had on the sport of basketball itself. And his legacy is going to continue to live on through the countless number of players that molded their game after him. But that is going to do it for me tonight, guys. Cherish both your loved ones and every second you have on this earth. This has been Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude, and I'll see you all next Monday. I'm out.